Hello, reptile entrepreneurs. A lot is happening out there in social media land, even with just the platform we've been focusing on, Instagram. So today I'm going to do a state of the social media landscape episode where I'm going to review a summary of the changes that have gone on within the major social media platforms and what they mean to us. I will then discuss some of the influences that are driving these changes and what they may mean for us in the future. My name is Bill Strand, and you are listening to the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast. First, let's go over the new features we're going to find out there. Social media is always in a state of change, but that change has sped up dramatically. We are now getting new features every month, if not every week, if you're on Instagram. We are in a strange era because these new features are not necessarily because they fulfill a certain vision for where they want to take the platform, at least as far as we can tell, but are heavily influenced by what the competitors are doing. This is exactly what I tell you not to do in your business, but we have to acknowledge that social media is built upon the trends and whims of humans with minuscule attention spans and zero long-term vision, so all of this frenetic energy is probably because these platforms know exactly who their customer base is and are excellent at what they do. We grouse about it because it's so far out of our understanding that it looks like it's haphazard and knee-jerk, when we're just trying to figure out our little corner of the world. So go ahead and grouse about it all you need to, get it out of your system, and let's go on with some news items that will be affecting you and your social media outreach. Let's start with Instagram, the king of absorbing other platforms' features, and sometimes even doing it better. The first thing I really like, and I encourage you to think about working with, is that Instagram removed the 30-character limit to the name of your account. Now, you got to be careful because there's things that sound the same. You have a unique account name for your profile, and that doesn't change. Instagram calls that your username. But in your profile, you have a field that Instagram calls your name. This is part of your profile and shows up in searches and in direct messages. But more importantly, it is searchable. What I mean by that is that the Instagram algorithm will look at your name field to try to figure out what your account is about. So now my name can be Bill Strand, Chameleon Educator, or Bill Strand, Startup Support. You now have much more freedom to include keywords in your name, and this becomes a permanent identification mark. Joe Blow, Crested Gecko Breeder, Nancy Smith, Premium Cork Bark. I recommend that you avoid using this valuable real estate to just repeat your company name or whatever your username is. So what do you put in there? Well, ask yourself the question. Under what search results would you like to show up? When your perfect customer types in the search term that describes what you offer, you want your account to show up. Say you sell spray paint, then have spray paint in your name field. It was challenging before because you still had to make it easy to read and not obnoxious for humans, because humans are your prime focus. And getting something that humans will warm up to with keywords in under 30 characters was a bit of a burden. Now that that restriction has been lifted, that is a good thing for us. Of course, we need to take into account whenever the training wheels come off, there is an element of danger. That 30-character limit was placed so we didn't get ourselves in trouble by posting long names which would look horrible in places around the app. So whatever you put in as your name, make it as short as possible and then do a search for your account name and see what it looks like. You get 37 characters on the iPhone before your name turns into ellipses. That is those three dots. So when you go off the screen edge, your name is no longer serving your human viewers, but only the keyword searches. 
In fact, let's do a little experimentation to show you what I'm talking about. I want you to type in the keyword in your Instagram search, then go to the accounts tab, scroll through the accounts listed. Almost everyone repeats their username. I encourage you to use your name field to add more information that includes keywords and entices the person searching to select you out of the crowd. Because it doesn't matter how many followers you have, how much work you put into your account, or how many decades of experience you have. On the search list, you are equal with everyone else on there, and you have to stand out. You have a profile picture, a username, and a name field. Use them all as if that was your entire representation. Because in certain circumstances, it is. In other news, Instagram has extended their reels to include 90-second videos, which is great for those of us who are more education than entertainment focused. But what does this really mean for us? Well, it's unclear why they made this change. Presumably, it has to do with some bigger plan, but the time length of short-form video is entirely subjective. Why a 15-second limit? Why 60 seconds? Why 90 seconds? And why create a designation between short-form video and long-form video in the first place? What is magic about that delineation that keeps shifting? These platforms are trying to find the right balance between keeping the attention of viewers long enough to keep them hooked on the scroll, but not so long that they get tired and leave the app. Vine, TikTok, Instagram, they've all found that they can keep people glued to the scroll if they can switch things up before you get tired. It is the constant tug in the fishing line that keeps you invested. And this is why there is such thing as short-form video. It's that first taste before your brain starts to wander. The problem is that the shorter the video, the more superficial the content. So you end up with a bunch of dopamine-dealing content creators and a brain-numb user base. Which is great if follower count is the only thing you care about, but if you want creators to put down roots and invest in your platform, you need to give them the space to expand their creativity and get deeper into their content creation. So where is the perfect balance between giving creators space to create and losing the endless scroll? Well, that is the goal in question. And that time length changes as people adjust to the last time limit you set. Because we as human beings change what we like based on how much of it we get. And so that people who couldn't get enough of 15-second video last year are now ready for something different. Now they're ready for 30 seconds or 60 seconds or whatever. So expect the time limits to constantly change because we humans constantly crave variety and we get tired of what we couldn't get enough of last year. So what does this mean for you? This is significant for us in the reptile community who are more education-based. We still have to entertain, but this gives us the ability to expand our presentation. Now, there's no guarantees that the viewer base will love the longer videos immediately because you can't do the same thing just for longer. We have to take this new format and figure out how we can use it in a different way than we did before to add value with the new tool we've been given. The canvas is blank. So we need to go ahead and fill it with something original. And the final thing about Instagram I will mention is good news. They are making more and more noise about supporting creators on their platform. Instagram mentioned last year letting creators take their followers with them. And Adam Mosseri, the Instagram CEO, did a TED Talk where he talked more about this and other ways of supporting creators. The details aren't worth going into right now until they actually are implemented, but it's good news that Instagram has taken the creator situation seriously. We now have the pilot program of the Creators Fund where you can get paid for Reels views. 
It's in its infancy, so it's invitation only, but the fact that it exists is a sign of things going in the right direction. I know Instagram gets the main label of changing all the time, but our friend TikTok is doing its own growth as well. And I have to tell you, they have a much harder path ahead of them. Instagram has a user base used to being battered about with new changes every month or even every week. The TikTok crowd may not be so easy to shift. But here's my list of new features for you to know about. The first is the ability to load up 10-minute videos. This is a huge shift and one that will take some time for the TikTok community to figure out. They grew up thinking in less than one minute. Now they have to think in multi-minutes? Maybe it will or maybe it won't take off. I see resistance to it now, like people do with anything new, but that may fade away when ad revenue is attached to each video. There is also a new integration capability with Later and WooCommerce. Later is a software platform that allows you to schedule your posts on Instagram, and now you can do that on TikTok. The significance of this is that TikTok is making itself more business-friendly. That outreach continues with an integration now available with WooCommerce, which is one of the most widely used e-commerce platforms. You find WooCommerce widely used with WordPress websites. This allows you to list your product line on TikTok and make posts about your products. So, you know, get ready for the marketing onslaught. The significance of this is that TikTok is seeing that they need to add depth to their offering and grow beyond being the app of the endless scroll so you can see them putting down roots to become a much more substantial app. And that's why, even if you're not comfortable with the TikTok singing and dancing, that you should start an account anyways and just get your foot in the door, because the TikTok app is going to be something different in the years ahead. So, where are all these changes leading to? It all comes down to needing to constantly grow, because if you aren't growing, you're dying. And growth takes change. Often this change is organic and the platform grows as the user base changes their habits, but the last years have been changed forced by competition, and that can be jarring for everyone. Of course, the highest visibility forced makeover is Instagram trying to get their still-image users to become short-form video producers and consumers. They have decided that that is the way to success for them, and it's no use saying it will never work because they will never be TikTok. It will work because they don't have to be TikTok. Instagram just has to be close enough with short-form video so that people who like that format don't leave for TikTok. And the more short-form video they push, the more people will acclimate. So regardless of how you feel jilted for a younger model, it's going to work for them. Enough people will adapt and new people come on that the ones that can't adjust will be replaced. It is harsh but such is natural selection. But don't think you'll escape that by going anywhere else. Have you noticed that those new features from TikTok are TikTok trying to add on Instagram or YouTube features? From stories to now integrating your website products to allowing 10-minute video, do you get the feeling like we are all headed for the great convergence? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see when the dust settles. For all the noise about Instagram versus TikTok, I'm going to throw in my opinion that Instagram is actually doing much better in its drive for that great convergence. Instagram has a long history of integrating the best of other platforms. Instagram account holders are already multiple tool users. TikTokers, on the other hand, are new to different formats. I am amused watching the reaction to TikTok introducing the 10-minute video option 
with some users protesting and promising that if they ever run across a 10-minute video, that they will swipe away or unfollow. There, that'll show them. So there's some growing up and maturing that needs to be done on the TikTok side. Of course, you know why TikTok introduced the option to load up 10-minute videos, right? It's so they can attach ad revenue to the creator. With the current habit on TikTok of just endlessly scrolling through short-form videos, it's difficult to attribute ad revenue to a certain creator like YouTube does. On YouTube, you choose a video, watch an ad, and watch the video. Monetization is clear. That creator gets credit for that ad. Well, what happens when an ad is thrown into the stream of consciousness that is the TikTok feed? Who gets credit for that ad? Even YouTube, with its short-form video called Shorts, hasn't figured that one out, as their Shorts shelf, as they call it, is not part of the monetization pool where creators can get compensated. All we get with Shorts is exposure. It's kind of a joke because of how often people want you to work for free, and they offer exposure as the benefit you receive. Well, on YouTube Shorts, that is exactly, and in the entirety, of what you get. YouTube will artificially push your short-form video, and you may get subscribers from it. But anyway, why does long-form video matter for TikTok? Because TikTok is acutely aware of what happened to Vine. Does anybody remember Vine? Vine was the original short-form video app. It exploded onto the scene January 2013, allowing six-second videos to be posted. It was ridiculously popular, and stars were born. Names you may recognize today started on Vine. But Vine wasn't able to properly monetize the platform for these huge stars that moved on to other platforms that were better able to support their stardom. And so Vine shut down just before their fourth birthday in January of 2017. At this time, the app known as TikTok was only a few months old. Its merger with Musical.ly a year and a half later would shift the entire social media landscape into what we have now. TikTok is acutely aware that they are in the exact same position as Vine was when it started its downward spiral. They are on top of the world, insanely popular, creating TikTok stars, and have no way to keep them. They know very well that if they do not figure out a way to pay their top creators, that the app will come crashing down. So you will see multiple attempts, from creator funds to long-form video, to get money to their creators. And their biggest threat to them moving forward and surviving this are, ironically, their 1 billion active users. If the users do not embrace long-form video, then TikTok will have to find other ways to compensate their biggest creators. And to be clear, their biggest creators are already getting millions of dollars a year. But this money is coming from brand deals and other outside sources. These entertainers can go build accounts on other platforms and maintain their income stream. The only way for TikTok to keep its creators is to make sure a substantial part of the creator's income comes from being on the TikTok platform. It seems unfair giving someone their big break just to have them leave you behind because you can't help them grow to the next stage. But that is what TikTok is facing right now. Do you know why the most stable social media platform is YouTube? They are introducing new features, but they really don't have to worry about competition like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook because they've given YouTube creators careers, and that income is tied directly to producing content on the YouTube platform. It's a stable system. I mean, the income isn't necessarily stable and has all sorts of ups and downs, 
Certainly not a perfect system, but once you start getting paid by YouTube, there really isn't another platform you can go to to replace it. Me, I get a consistent paycheck from YouTube every month. Regardless of how much work I put into Instagram or TikTok, I won't get that. At least not now. So with every move I make, YouTube is always on my mind. The good news is that both TikTok and Instagram are well aware of the precarious position they are in and are working hard to figure out a solution. Their Creators Funds project rewards you for how many views on Reels you get. Now, I am part of Instagram's Pilot Creators Fund project, which is refreshed monthly, but this is highly artificial, and I have no idea what the next month will bring. This Creators Fund is by invitation only, and it's not tied to ad revenue. So I have no sense of stability within this program. Compensated Creators is in the beginning stages, but at least they are being started and explored. And how will TikTok's attempt to bring in long-form video work? To be determined. Instagram tried it and failed spectacularly. You can still post long-form video on Instagram, but it's not going to have a whole lot of reach, unless you're a big name and people are looking for it. And I know this, as I post long-form video all the time, because I am the patron saint of all obscure Instagram features. You can find me in the corner with the other two people that love to use guides. Anyone know what guides are? Anyone? Well, anyway... TikTok has a huge challenge ahead of them because not only did they build themselves up to a 1 billion active user base on short-form video, but they are a profile or vertical format, so they either have to train their users to turn the phone horizontal in landscape mode, or else they have to train their content creators to make long-form video in the portrait mode. They can't just hijack the YouTubers because the YouTubers are all making video in landscape format. TikTok has the unenviable task of changing the habits of their users and creators. So, all of you complaining about Instagram changing things around? Don't think you are safe from this on TikTok. Change is coming to TikTok. It has been coming and it will be coming even stronger because TikTok's survival is tied to it. Now, TikTok is in no way as precarious a position as Vine. Vine was a side project owned by Twitter and it wasn't worth the expense for them to continue. TikTok, on the other hand, is a national pride of China. Yes, the ruling class of China. And I can guarantee you that the government will not allow it to fail. Don't bet against them being able to play the long game with any changes they need to make. The fact is that we are surfing some major social media upheaval. So put on the sunscreen and let's hang 10. There is a lot going on out there and swirling around us as we're just trying to figure out how all this works and they change things on us. The name of the game is to evolve with the times while holding on to our core purpose. If you've been listening to this podcast during season two, you've heard a lot about purpose. That is the reason why we do all of this. If you have been able to make that purpose clear in your mind, then all of this chaos surrounding social media is only a series of new tools coming your way for you to experiment with to see if they serve your outreach and your true followers. I'm sure I'll be doing an update episode like this again in the near future, considering how dynamic the social media landscape is. But that is exactly what this podcast is here for, keeping track of the changes that affect us and helping the entrepreneurs in the reptile community find success. Because that is how we will get stronger as a community. This is Bill Strand signing off. Take care of yourself. Take care of our reptile community. And let's see what we can build.